welcome to episode 11. Today's podcast is about a unique class you can offer in your school, regardless of semesters, trimesters, or anything. It is called Guided Academics, and I want to explain to you how it's used, why it's used, and why it's really an effective tool. This is a Tier 2 RTI intervention that can be taught by any teacher on staff. As long as you have a secondary endorsement, it is an other on the teaching schedule. So there's no unique certification required for it. It is one of those things that helps students tremendously. It's all about finding the right person to teach the class for you. So the concept of guided academics came from having students who weren't lucky enough to be in special ed, but struggled greatly. Special ed students have a wonderful program that has all kinds of things you can do with them when they struggle. It's mandated and paid for and everything. The kids who are most difficult to graduate in public school are not special ed. They're the kids not lucky enough to be in special ed who struggle. So guided academics came out of the struggle with these students. What we have is a class that students take. Instead of having a study hall, if you still are in a district where study halls are an option, replace study halls with what you find out today about guided academics. Guided academics is a period in their schedule that is with a teacher in your high school. It doesn't have to be from any discipline. It's somebody who has the schedule available and the ability to work with kids. You put about 15 kids in there who have differing issues, but predominantly are not in special ed. They're not attendance problems and they're not discipline problems. If a kid is an attendance or discipline problem, they have to fix that problem before guided academics is going to work. But in a guided academics class, you have a teacher with about 15 kids who all struggle. Those kids may struggle in multiple areas. But the goal of the class is to provide an opportunity in a structured environment for them to get their work done. And one of the most important things about being a guided academics teacher is it is almost identical to what special ed teachers do in a resource class. I liken this to, this is a resource room for non-special ed students. It is a place where they get work done, they get tutored, they get help, or they have quiet, structured time to get some things done. And the bulk of the class is spent working on their core curriculum classes. The teacher does start out every day and do a 10 to 15 minute lesson on some study skill, taking Cornell notes, how to outline, how to prepare for a test, how to proofread, there's a gentleman named Larry Bell. He is a wonderful presenter and has all kinds of strategies on how to help students who struggle. 
Larry Bell has multiple things you can find on how to help students do better on testing and studying. And I'll put a link to his information in the text. But you use these strategies for 10 to 15 minutes. The students get the rest of the time to work on the things they need to get done for their other classes. They have the teacher or other students in the class help them. This is an intervention for students. It is a tier two intervention, an RTI, where teachers recommend to counselors and principals students who ought to be in it. The principals and counselors collate that information and make sure they're not an attendance or discipline problem, and then they put it into their schedule. Because putting it into their schedule gives them a time to get it done. The most important thing is putting students in there when they need it. For example, if a student's getting an A in PE or an art class, but they're failing their core classes, you may need to pull them out of their elective class and put them in guided academics. You can do it right in midstream of a marking period. Guided academics for most districts is graded on credit, no credit. Essentially, if you do the mini lessons the teacher gives you and you use your time to work on your other classes, you get credit. If you don't do the work the teacher asks you in mini lessons and don't use your time well, you only stay there until the end of the marking period, then you have to move out. But it is a tier two intervention that I have seen over the years work for hundreds of kids. It gives them the benefits that a special ed student gets. It gives them the benefits that just dumping them into a study hall and hoping they do something doesn't give them. It also creates some unique opportunities I have had a student with a 3.5 grade point going to college have to go to guided academics. She was in a home environment not conducive to homework. That's what a lot of these kids struggle with. That's why they don't do homework. And so what happened was her parents were divorcing. It was rough at home. She needed time. And so we put in her schedule a guided academics to give her that structured study time she needed with somebody to help her. That was an unusual one. Most of these students are the students who are struggling right now who aren't in special education. I challenge you to run a list of students with D's and F's, cross out all the kids in special ed. That's your class roster for guided academics minus the discipline and attendance problems. These are kids who need help and we need to intervene. It's elective credit. I would suggest you waive other non-core requirements and allow them to be in guided academics. I had a wonderful teacher one time do this just to give you an example. I had an art teacher who was also a football coach practically a living oxymoron. He did a wonderful job in guided academics because he connected with kids. And he'd tell them all the time, I don't know how to do that algebra, but somebody else in here, who had algebra? 
and he'd pair the kids up. He knew how to work with kids. That's really what it's about. Helping students help themselves, giving a structured time, giving them some real study skills for 10 to 15 minutes every day. This is a class that will save kids who are dropout potential. In fact, if you have a child who fails multiple classes in the fall of their freshman year, it should be your policy in the second marking period, whether you're trimester or semester, to put them in guided academics. You need to use this as an intervention. Everybody knows that dropouts start fall of their freshman year. When that goes south, it's going to be a long four years. You need to have interventions that work. This really works. And when a parent requests students to be in there, you need to, first of all, go through your criteria and say, does this make sense for this kid to be here? Are they an attendance discipline problem? Or are they just struggling? It should be done with students prior to even considering to test them for special ed. Once a student's in high school, testing them for special education, the result of it is probably going to be a ton of frustration, an angry parent, a long ordeal of time, and then they're going to get a class that's a resource room. That will be the strategy that they apply. Just put a minute right now. If it doesn't work in resource and they continue to struggle, you've tried a serious intervention that didn't work, but you've pulled out your regular bag of tricks to try and help this student. I highly recommend you look at guided academics as a tool to help students who struggle. And again, don't put yourself in a box saying, well, they only have to be D and F students. It might be a student who's traditionally an A and a B student who is struggling for some reason for something that's happening outside of school. Remember, 15 kids, not attendance and discipline problems. They have to fix those first. Also, a teacher can give them all kinds of mini lessons. There are tons of places to do it. I'll leave some information about Larry Bell that you can look up and help your kids. This is a tier two intervention on the RTI model that virtually always works for kids. They earn the right to keep guided academics and they can take it as many times as they need it during their high school career. Be creative. Waive some requirements they don't have to that are not core to use this class. It is a lifesaver for kids. If you have study halls, stop doing it. Make it done by parental request. Make it done by teacher request for the kids who really need that. If you have a kid who goes to guided academics, there should be a parental conversation before that happens. So they know why and they know what the expectations are. That guided academics teacher can be like the kid's liaison and help them with other teachers as well. It really depends 
on the quality of the instructor you put in the class. I have had great teachers take this course on and really buy into the concept of helping this set of kids. So in conclusion, no to study hall, yes to guided academics. If you don't have any study halls, guided academics is a tier two intervention that you need to really put in place. It will help your kids. Any teacher can do it. They just need to be given the study material to do for the 10 minutes or 15 in the class and then engage the kids. As usual, thanks for listening to this podcast, episode 11. Please share it with anyone you'd like to. And thanks for listening and please check out trimesters.org and you'll find out even more information. Thank you.